The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your web search is over. It's time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO Log on to Rock the Net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Well, well, well. What we thought was the shortest-lived comeback in history is not quite dead and over. It's uh, Tuesday, November 6th, and actually a live SEO Rockstars. How you doing, Greg? Uh, I'm just awesome. How are you? Where have you been? Where have I been? Where haven't I been? Been all over the place. Dallas, Seattle. Uh, I'm going to Denver, Chicago, Dallas, all kinds of other places coming up. Crazy, I've been man. sitting here totally patiently by the phone every Tuesday. No, you don't. <laughs> Waiting. And then I always get this message, Todd can't do the show. Oh, no, no. Oh, well. But we are back. We actually have a show. We've got some stuff to talk about. Um, all kinds of things going on out there in the world of search, the least of which is YouTube Canada. But we'll get to that. Yeah, by the way, you know you're having a little technical problem with your site? It's all fixed, dude. Turned off the G-Zip compression. Should be working fine. Wow, that's so Canadian. Well, it's it on dig, so I, I might have over-prepared for the, the dig onslaught. Oh, the dig, yes. We should do a whole show on how to prepare your server. Exactly. To be or how not to, in my case. So it's great I'm when it comes crashing down. I'm going to drop the dig URL in the chat room for, for all those people out there. You can go and dig my article. Well, let's see, 43 digs, you're doing all right. There, I'll give it a dig while we're, we're talking. And there's the, uh, there's the spin story for all of you with spin accounts as well. So, but YouTube Canada, should we just start with that? Because I'm sure. fired up, man. I am fired up. First of all, I will say one thing. It's nice that, that somebody actually came along and included Canada first. I'll give them credit for that. Because right. I, I'm pretty sure you still can't get on YPN if you don't live in the States, which is just retarded. Unless but, you're in the States, and then it's no big deal. Exactly. But YouTube Canada. So they come along and they say, hey, YouTube people, we now have a Canada site. And in their blog, they go, you know, we wanted to make YouTube available in your language. What, <laughs> what English? Come on. It's just retarded. So now we have YouTube available in English, as opposed to whatever it is you folks south of the border speak. So we're happy about that. And then they get some dude to create a welcome video for all of us Canadians to welcome us to YouTube. And this dude, his name is Tony, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. He probably likes to buy drinks at the bar and that kind of thing. He's got the personality of a paintbrush. And he proceeds makes to go around for Canada, doesn't it? Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> he goes around filming Canada flags, trying to find one fluttering in the wind. 
proceeds to spit all over his video camera trying to make one flutter. And then at the end, he goes, once again, Canada, you've disappointed me. What kind of freaking welcome to YouTube Canada? Hey, Canada, here's YouTube. We don't really like you. We're very disappointed in you. But YouTube Canada rocks with no logo on it. And if you watch any video, it just takes you to YouTube proper. So I think the whole thing is just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. It's I've been bad. fired up. Like I even wrote a blog post. That's how fired up I was. You know, if I'm writing something, it's a big deal. I saw that. So, well, you would think they would at least, you know, if they're going to do a stock standard blog post about bringing stuff out in your language, they'd at least launch something in a foreign language first. Well, the translation to uh, the Queen's English is rather difficult. You know, all those extra U's that they need. Right. That's true. Ah, well. It's good to see you're fired up about that. Well, you know, I'm somebody fired had up to. about that damn exchange rate. Oh, dude, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Lousy American dollar, worth less than a Canadian dollar now. I can't go anywhere. I was going to go to London. It's too expensive. Yeah, it sucks for you guys. Huh? sucks oh, for you guys. You get to experience what Canada has been experiencing for about 147 years. Yeah, it's brutal. Well, at least usually when I go to Canada, I used to, you know, there was a time when it was like two to one, my favor. Yeah, those were the good old days. Yeah, not anymore. Back, yeah, it's a regular old expensive trip, so. It was back in the pill spamming days for me, making 60 cents on the dollar. Yeah, yeah. So we got a bunch of other uh, stuff going on this week. Like, oh, uh, man, what? The, we haven't been on the air since the whole little page rank slapdown thing. Yeah, which kind of seems to have been a big flare-up and then just sort of passed off into oblivion. I mean, no, That's because everybody already. realized they really didn't do anything except change the little green bar. <laughs> which is pretty spectacular. I love, I love the stir that it caused, though. That was great. Well, the, the interesting thing is, okay, so we kind of... You knew this was coming, right? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt. From San Jose. We heard rumors of this. Big rumors. Um, and the idea was we're going to go out and go after the pay drink sellers. Yeah. But, so they reduced the pay. But here's the two things. Two things happened because there, there was a recalibration because some sites slipped a normal amount that didn't have anything to do with selling links. But then the big sites took a two... Uh, a two-click hit there. So, yet, yeah, they all still rank great on their own. So my question to you is, is phase two, where Google gets balls and actually bans those sites? The site's selling. Right. Well, because you, you, you got to think they, they got to step up and do something, though, because this this didn't do anything. And it's it's became pretty obvious pretty quickly that well maybe I mean what they're trying to do so let's we'll use our good buddies at Forbes as an example since they're always the ones that are spamming and jamming right they're like what a seven or eight big strong site a lot of content their stuff ranks well very authoritative right we have the days on there um, you know the mesothelioma pages on there kicking butt uh, so you could go out and buy pages hosted pages on that site so a ton of authority and a ton of juice for their own content. So now their page rank 
visible page rank has been reduced to, what, a five, I think? Yeah, something Which like that. does nothing except create a signal to those trying to buy it that, hey, we know about this site and it's not passing juice. That's the subliminal message. Exactly. Right? So the question is, will it impact sales on sites like that? Will people actually will it cause the price to go down? And the other question is, if it's already not working, why do they care if people waste their money, right? Yeah. You would think for the stuff that they already had, you know, blocking the not passing, that they would have left that stuff alone, let people throw away their money and get no value for it. Right. That, that so seems what, to me what's that, the advantage of throwing the, the demand if you've already throttled the site and it really doesn't work? Exactly. You're just You're just shifting the dollars... People are going to get a little smarter about where they buy. You're shifting dollars over to those other places. You're not actually right. stopping anything. And and the story that we heard was, why don't we just you know make the bar gray or zero? But because then that would be a flag for those that uh, look for sites that we haven't caught, right? So if a site doesn't have a PR zero and it's selling links, then it's a good site. So that was the idea behind just reducing it a little bit. So it's just kind of a hint. But it's the same thing, right? I can run a tool and say, hey, this site, my tool says this site should be a 7, and it's only a 5. Gee, I guess it's not passing. <laughs> so I'm just curious where they're going to go from here because I don't think that it's going to work. No, I don't think so. Well, the fact that they didn't, they didn't actually they didn't stop anything. It was just more, it was more of Google doing stuff to try and scare people, you know, the usual, usual way they do things. But is it phase one? Because we also heard at that conference rumors that, you know, for the first time, not only were they going to go after people selling advertising, but actually after the advertiser's site themselves. Yeah. Which my response was, can you wait just a minute while I go buy some links for a competitor? Exactly. Put them all over the network. So um, I just don't know where they're going to go from there. And if... if I would love to see them just have the balls and actually, I don't know, delete Forbes from their database. Or but something, of you know, and for a long time, not just this five-hour thing. Yeah, but they they can't do that either, though, because then then they have a relevancy issue and they have, the, you know, all that stuff we've talked about a thousand times where people expect to find Forbes for certain things. And there's certainly searches where Forbes is, perfectly valid to show up and, and should be, you know, in the top ten. So if you start actually nuking out sites along those lines, you know, you can you can go get rid of a bunch of those, you know, shitty blogs that, you know, are just there for the link purpose, that's fine. But when you start getting into the, the Forbes and the other places I won't say on the air. <laughs> They're the only ones we say over and over. It'll never be a sponsor yeah, we, of the show. Just keep using the same ones that have already been killed. <laughs> well, we could talk about Weblogs, Inc., too, because that was a Calcanus thing, and, and they've been huge link spammers from day one. <laughs> yeah. And they got a little slapping. But, you know, that's all quality content. and It just, I don't know, it's just a prime example to me that, that how people just don't get the under-the-radar thing, and I don't care who you are or what you're doing, you push it to an extreme and get so in-your-face with it, you're going to get slapped. I mean, nobody ever thought in a million years a blog network would get throttled like that. But 
Here we uh, are. It, but at the end of the at the end of the day, too, you know, blog networks like that. There's some good blogs in that network. I mean, there's there's no question. There's some real quality stuff in there. But it was a big network, and there was some there was some garbage in it. So, well, you just go to the bottom of any blog, and every single blog that was in the network was all cross-linked across the footer. And I used to use them as an argument all the time. It's like, you know, because that's done on WordPress, that's okay, the whole 2.0 thing, the blog rolling. But if, if a guy does that with all of his 200 different sites that he sells products on, he's a cross-linking spammer. Well, absolutely, because people surfing a blog network are, are simply just looking for information, right? <laughs> right, and they scroll down and are totally into links way at the bottom of the page that go to sites that have nothing to do about what they're just reading. Because that's exactly. how I navigate all the time. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the old web rings from back in the day. Which I still see those on occasion. They still exist. Yeah, absolutely. You could probably go buy some of those. They're probably all just about dead at this point and just sitting out there festering. Nice or they're a great place to get links because nobody's paying attention to them anymore. Exactly. So here's the best part of uh, of doing the the new format of SEO Rockstars. We're halfway through and it's commercial break time. Cool. Come back. So in. everybody Bye. sit tight and uh, we'll pop back in just a couple minutes. Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. Get bullied by the big guys. LookSmart is your budget-friendly online advertising alternative, offering businesses of all sizes affordable, targeted pay-per-click advertising. And whenever you need help, whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet, LookSmart offers accessible customer support for all advertisers, no matter the size. We call it pay-per-click power to the people, and it's only available here at LookSmart. Log on to ppcpowertothepeople.com and join the revolution today. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more Details. Value Click Media. FDS Chicago. Chicago is coming to the Windy City December 3rd through 6th from the Chicago Hilton. Join thousands of your friends and colleagues at one of the biggest conferences of the year. Check out panels and keynote presentations that are sure to kickstart your cash flow for the new year. WebmasterRadio.fm's coverage of SES Chicago begins December 3rd from the official radio station of SES. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Podcasting at the speed of WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere.
commercials off. Now back to SEO Rockstars. Let's rock. Here's your host. Oh, and we are back with our live show, and uh, we've ranted on YouTube Canada, which I will just say one more time, totally freaking gay YouTube. You guys suck. And I uh, ranted a little bit about PageRank kerfuffle from a week ago, and uh, Greg just got a couple of topics he wanted to cover off today. So what's on your mind, sir? See, which one should we start with? Uh, let's, let's do the reputation management story, because this one's great. Okay? Love it. And then, and then we'll close with Mr. Masterson. But um, right, yeah. you guys remember quite a while back, we, we did, there was a lot of talk about penalties in the real estate uh, industry and, and people getting busted for doing massive reciprocal linking and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I was kind of involved in that whole mess. I had clients in that space. And, and, but during that time, so there's, there's a company called Real Estate Webmasters run by a guy named Morgan Carey, SEO guy, who uh, provides services for real estate agents. So there was a competing forum called the Pro Real Estate Network that were basically like all forums are. Every forum exists because somebody else got banned from the bigger popular forum and went off and started their own, right? So Morgan bans these guys, and they go over and start their own deal. And during the course of it, they start having conversations about real estate webmasters that are unflattering, right? So one of the moderators there... Um, at one time was a moderator involved in Real Estate Webmasters. So an employee from Real Estate Webmasters took, found this guy's password and used it to break into the other forum site and delete all the threads. <laughs> nice. So this is, the, oh, he's, this guy's Canadian, by the way. Of course he is. <laughs> so this is like the ultimate case of reputation management, but that I would strongly suggest... Um, you not do because the guy logged in from work and of course in vBulletin the IP address was logged so it took um, all about you know an hour for the admin of the forum to work and of course in vBulletin the IP address was logged so it took um, all about you know an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in vBulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to realize who that somebody got in the back end posing as one of their moderators and um, deleted all the stuff. And caused a big thing. Now there's law enforcement involved, apparently. Wow. This is a criminal act, right? Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, Morgan issued this long apology, but he didn't really apologize, and he won't name the employee, and he won't fire him. So he's saying it was an anonymous employee that was acting totally on their own, and um, but, you know, no names or anything. He should, I'm thinking he should be out in front of this and fire somebody. Well, in the real world, that happens, right? People get fall on the corporate sword all the time, but they get paid money to do that. Yep. If somebody walks in and says, here's the deal, dude, I'm going to cut you a check, and you're going to stand up publicly and say you acted on your own, and I had nothing to do with it. And that hasn't happened. And it was actually predicted way ahead of time that that's probably what he would say, because what else were you going to say? 
They got your IP, it's tracked back to your ISP. You're in some town in Canada, and there's just not a whole lot of, you know, way to wiggle your way out of it. <laughs> so the question is, like, dude, you couldn't go down the street to a public Wi-Fi and hack in and delete the stuff? I mean, I'm just blown away by how careless they were at doing that. Um, so it's been a very interesting thread and... and you don't really want to take your reputation management. And here's the worst part about it. Here's the stupidest thing from a reputation management thing is that the form that this happened on, nobody really read at the time. Very tiny. They now, in the last, since this whole debacle happened, probably have a 1,000 new members. And there's people all over the place. So REW created their worst nightmare. Now it really is a competing forum. And on top of that, they have clients that don't, that don't trust them anymore. So it's actually been good for us because we've gotten a lot of calls from real estate people that don't want to be part of that anymore. So I got kind of a kick out of it. It's like people just want to help you get business without even you asking. Can't argue with that. No. So We've actually moved into a, a fair bit of reputation management at range, working on uh, you know, getting some stuff, brand name searches where, you know, rip-off report and complaints board and that sort of crap is cropping up and working on pushing it out of the top ten. It's a, it's a fun little business. Rip-off report's had... pretty tough. And it the is. funny thing is, every time I get the call, I get those calls all the time, it's always the site. Yeah. And it cracks me up. It's like, let me guess. Somebody put something on rip-off report and you don't like it. Um, but, yeah, it it is a huge business and obviously you know and obviously the thing with the real estate is, was completely to the extreme but companies do similar stuff like you know send people into forums that are acting like they're not employees and you know talking good and counter arguing the arguments and all that kind of stuff um, we have clients that spend big money on forum monitoring software that goes in and scrapes every day and finds every thread everywhere in the world it talks bad about them, and then, you know, they have 2,000 employees that <laughs> get involved in talking good to try to create some kind of balanced thing. Um, yeah, it's, so, it's really dicey. I mean, on the one, like, there's a couple of different ways to look at this sort of stuff. One is to go in and just try and push that stuff down, find some stuff on page two, throw some links at it, that sort of thing. Right. The other side is to, you know, do exactly that, go get involved. And whether you want to do it anonymously or actually go in as a representative of the company and try and straighten things out, it can get pretty dicey, you know, managing that. You have to be very, very careful how you go in there and approach it. And if you start making any kind of, you know, any you start getting too defensive or start, you know, even getting a little aggressive in how much you're defending your company, it can just become worse for you. So it's, it's a very, well, very and tough Well, the lawyers thing. always, they just freak out on it. And, yeah, like a lot of times in this particular one, Morgan had engaged these guys on their side. I mean, the first part of it, it was very smart. So they're being critical of him. He took the conversation to their site, which nobody really reads, right? Yeah. So that part was genius because his site's very popular and big and all that kind of stuff. So that is a good lesson in the first step of this. It's like don't engage them on your site, on your blog, in front of your audience. You know, follow the track back, go to the site, Engage them there if you're going to do that. Um, 
And the thing is, nobody really read it. It's just five guys arguing amongst themselves. You know, it's kind of like my old Webmaster World days, right? Everybody gets it's yep. just the same thing. It's a cycle. It's, it's not something that is unique with that space or that forum or those people. It just happens. You have a community. People feel they help build the community. Owner of the community thinks they broke the rules, boots them out. They become what we call haters, right? Absolutely. They start staying at separate hotels and, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing. But in those days, right, I mean, one thing about our experience and all that is that the owner of that forum never went out and, and really engaged the argument publicly. Yeah. And sometimes it's best just to let it die because, you know, now you can you can so easily create a nightmare. And, you know, take it from somebody who's gotten into it with more than one person on the web, and there's plenty of mean, nasty stuff written about me on the web. Um, <laughs> my dear friends like John Scott and all that kind of stuff. And um, it just goes away eventually, right? It's not A lot of times it's not really worth it. but Yeah. But, I mean, the, the issues that you come up against, though, with, you know, the, some of the bigger brand stuff, it's it's so easy to rank for brand. I mean, it's typically not a competitive area right. like the generic versions, right? So, and, and the bar is so low, you set up a, a blog at Blogspot or on WordPress.com, and you have instant authority just being on that network. Right. So as soon as you, as soon as you put up your complaint site or your hater site on those kinds of networks, it just it just flies up there so quickly. It's just a well, and the other thing too, you have to evaluate before is is do I really and you take your ego out of it and say to yourself, is my brand really so important that, or and is it searched on enough to really make it worth this fight? Because I get calls all the time, our CEO typed in blah blah. And I'm like, but how many people really are you know? I've never heard of you. Yeah. So how damaging is it really? Just because the boss hates it doesn't mean it's worth, number one, the money, and it is high risk to pay because there's no guarantees it's going to go away. And there's sometimes I think that that stupid ripoff report site's hard-coded in there anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's sometimes not really worth it. Now, if you're a huge brand where your brand search exceeds your generic traffic because you're that popular, like you're the Kleenex of tissue paper, um, yeah then it makes more sense, probably. And there are certainly there are certainly those brands out there, and, and a couple of those are, are brands that we're actually working on right now. And uh, it's it's pretty difficult. Some of that stuff is really, really solid up in there. Oh, yeah. You need to get the whole big company on board and do some cross-linking. You know, you got to get... The thing is, I one person called me and they said, well... Our attorneys want to know what you're going to do, and I told them, well, I won't tell you. You don't want to know. It's called plausible yeah. deniability, right? Exactly. Exactly. You're going to, there's, there's you're going to give me an envelope certain... full of cash, and I'm going to make it go away. There's, there's I'm going to do my best to make can... it go away, and you're not going to know anything about it. So if something happens, I'll fall on the sword and say you didn't know anything about it. Exactly. I mean, there's a handful of things that you can you can give them to satisfy the curiosity and, and have them feel comfortable you're doing stuff but then there's there is that that certain list of things where you just go you know what you don't you just really do not need to know you don't want to know you're better off not knowing just let me take care of it it's like in a gangster movie make my problem go away i don't want to know why yeah. or where exactly. you buried the body i just want 
candles. <laughs> well, then we only got a couple. Becoming in such a big mainstream kind of business, and what cracks me up is like companies like yours, it, it's, you do end up getting into some darkish arts involved in it. Not always, no, we would, but... We would never. Well, maybe I'm not speaking for you specifically, but I'm surprised to see more quote-unquote mainstream, you know, agencies claiming and or getting into this space. Well, you, you don't have a lot of choice. I mean, with the, the, the client list that a lot of these agencies have and the client list that we have in particular, you know, it's... We're we're the agency. We're the online people that handle that for them, and so they they look to you to to take care of it, and you don't really have a lot of choice to say, well, we don't particularly do that because you don't want to damage your relationship. You don't want to be all that you can be for your clients. So you have to. Well, I mean, you know what a lot of the agents are going to do? They're going to turn around and outsource it to people that do know how to do it. You know how to do it because you're an ex-spammer. But I mean, you're, you're competitors, help. right? Yeah. You, you are going to end up calling people like me. Hey, we got this problem, and that's how the whole it all cycles like that. It always that's a great new market for 2008 for solo yep. guys. If you're listening, go out and shop yourself as a black art reputation management fixer kind of guy. It's smart enough not to break into com- other people's computers from your client's IP address. Definitely, you, you drag it. Oh man. We only got a couple of minutes left here. Oh, yeah, so let's close on this final note. All the emails I'm getting about the rumors that Dax is on Dr. Phil's show today is not true. It's not Dax. Not Dax. Not at all. Not Dax. Remember we talked about plausible deniability? (laughs) It is not Dax. So for all of you that, that don't watch Dr. Phil, you can go ahead and watch it just to see that it's not Dax and stop bugging me about it. Sounds like a great plan. And that, sir, wraps up another edition of SEO Rockstars. Are you going to be in town next Tuesday? Uh, yes, I am actually going to be available next Tuesday. All right. We I might get I am, but we'll try to uh, wing it. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. But, uh, we'll do our best. bulletin the ip address was logged so it took um all about you know an hour for the admin of the forum to work and of course in v bulletin the ip address was logged so it took um all about you know an hour for the admin of the forum to work and of course in v bulletin the ip address was logged so it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work.
And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to work. And, of course, in V Bulletin, the IP address was logged. So it took um, all about, you know, an hour for the admin of the forum to 